Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. to E-Ticket to Broadway, where Broadway meets Main Street. <laughs> Here's your host, my pal, David Alpert. <laughs> Thank you for tuning into another episode of E-Ticket to Broadway, the only podcast that asks Broadway stars the tough questions, like whether they like Walt Disney World more or less than a fictional musical theater character that they played on Broadway. Did you know that in addition to these podcast episodes, E-Ticket to Broadway has an official merchandise shop? With Disney and Broadway-inspired designs, our shop is full of magic and perfect for your next trip to the parks, or when you're dreaming of going to the parks, which, if you're like me, is every day. Shirts, mugs, hats, prints, notebooks, blankets, and so much more. If you're looking to add a unique flair to your Disney style, check out www.eticketpodcast.com slash shop. Be sure you're following E-Ticket to Broadway on Instagram, at E-Ticket to Broadway, to see photos of our guests at the parks, play games, answer trivia, and bring some magic to your day. If you're enjoying E-Ticket to Broadway, please consider leaving a positive review on Apple Podcasts, and let your Disney and Broadway-loving friends know about E-Ticket. Let's spread some joy. On this episode, I'm thrilled to chat with one of my friends about the wonderful world of Disney. In addition to starring in the national tours of Hello, Dolly! and Legally Blonde, he holds the record for most performances of Elder Price in Book of Mormon on Broadway, a role he also played in Chicago and on the West End. Please welcome to E-Ticket to Broadway, Nick Rouleau. Nick, my friend, thank you for joining me on E-Ticket to Broadway. I know you are ready for this because when you sent me your Disney photos, you separated them by parks and cruise lines. So I know that you are a true Disney (laughs) fan. Are you ready for this? I am so ready. I mean, do you think it's coincidence or fate that you have played Elder Price on Broadway more than anyone else? And that is a character who is obsessed with Orlando and the theme parks. Was that part of the audition process? Honestly, it wasn't, but it should have been because I would have definitely, definitely booked the role no matter what, if that was the only (laughs) criteria. Um, No, there's so much of Elder Price that is like me. You know, I grew up like 13 years of Catholic school. So like Mormonism, not that far of a jump from there. And then the Orlando stuff is all pretty genuine. Uh, No acting required on stage for that. But when you booked the job, you were like, I need to do research. I'm a method actor. Will you please send me to Walt Disney World? Yeah, yeah. I was in my contract. I said, I have to have like two trips to Disney World a year <laughs> paid for completely by the show. So let's go back in time. As a kid, did you have any favorite Disney movies that you would watch religiously? Oh, yes. Um, you know, early days, it was The Little Mermaid. Uh, that was always my sort of go-to. And then and then Hercules became, became a staple in my house. And then... Um, like the number one became a goofy movie. 
I was always obsessed with Goofy as a kid. He was always my favorite character. And then when he got his own movie, I was like, oh, yeah, this is the best. And then that music bops. Yeah. That music is so good. Why it hasn't been turned into like a Broadway show, I have no idea. Um, it, it, has, it has every element. Do you prefer Eye to Eye or Stand Out? Stand Out. Okay. Personally. Okay. Yeah. That is, I mean, those are both great options. But I mean, after today, it's just such a, like, a, a great opening number. It's so good. Did you also refer to the Leaning Tower of Chisa every chance you could? <laughs> you know, I didn't. And now that's an opportunity I've missed. What's funny is the other time on this podcast that we've talked a lot about a goofy movie was with Greg Henson. Maybe there's something with Mormons loving a goofy Yeah, I movie. think there is. We're, but Gray and I are also like similar in age. I'm a little bit older than them. So, you know, but I feel like it hit us around the same time in our lives as maybe young closeted boys who just really loved a goofy movie. But like, you know, we're around the same age too, but I was definitely more like the beginning of Disney, Snow White, mm-hmm. Peter Pan. Mm. I mean, when you talk about your favorite movies, you're starting right at like the Renaissance. Did you enjoy any of the previous ones? Can I say something horrible? Yes. No, no. I, they they never clicked with me, which is funny because like, I mean, this is not related, but like Sound of Music was my like ride or die favorite movie and still is to this day. So like, I feel like I should like more of that like classical kind of stuff. But, um, you know, like Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty, I was always kind of like, eh, I need something a little more exciting. Like a goofy um, movie. Like a goofy movie or just really. And I think it was just like also then Alan Macon's music, you know, all of yeah. those ones were just, they really hit, they really hit home. Yeah. And I've talked about this a lot too, but the idea that, the Little Mermaid came out when we were we were the right age for it, I think. Mm-hmm. And so, to think like, oh, there was a lot of time where there weren't Disney movies released every year. Yeah, they just hit us all at the right time, right at that age. It was just like one after the other kept coming. So you love Goofy as a kid. Were there other Disney characters that you really liked? I mean, so I was never a Mickey guy. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I was always like, oh, Mickey's like front and center all the time. Everybody loves Mickey. I'm over that. I wanted like, I was always rooting for the underdog, which is, I think, why I really loved Goofy so much. Yeah, literally the underdog. Literally. (laughs) Um, But then also, I really liked Donald Duck. I just, there was just something about him, not even like the character, but like the colors of the character were appealing to me as a kid. Um. And then, you know, this is fast forwarding a bunch, but like when I worked on the cruise line, uh, my go-to characters were Chip and Dale. I was obsessed with Chip and Dale and they, you know, we have characters on the ship and, and, and we'll get into this, I'm sure, but I had to escort some of the characters around as part of my hourly duties every week. And I was always like signing up for Chip and Dale. I was like, let me get with these two. I'm obsessed with them. It's funny that you mentioned like the color scheme because for me, like Dopey is my favorite. And mm. I think of Snow White and Some Dwarfs, which was such a beautiful color scheme before like Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty, where the movies became a little more artistic. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say that Snow White is not artistic, but just the color scheme, I think mm. as kids, it really affects us. Yeah. There's something, you know, it was seeing like the the bright yellow and blue of of Donald Duck that was like, oh, like that. Uh, my eyes just went like, oh, I love that. Yeah. I want that. Does it concern you that both Pluto and Goofy are dogs, but one can stand and speak English? You know, I've never thought about that until right now. No concern at all. Or like Donald doesn't wear pants. Mm, no concerns. There's a lot about Disney that if you really think too hard, you, you're you going to start to ask a lot of questions that you just don't want to ask. And then you're going to start a podcast about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Nick, talk to me about your early memories of going to the parks. Did you mm. remember any attractions that were exciting to you or any characters that you met? Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always been a Space Mountain boy. That was like my go-to ride, the one I loved the most. It frightened me so much, but I still just like the, the thrill of getting on. I was so excited. Um, so, you know, whether it was Disneyland or Disney World, you know, I, I grew up in California, so... We went down to Disneyland a bit, and this was like pre-California Adventure, um, you know, so loved like the Matterhorn, like that was a classic, which then revisiting um, in my 30s, not a classic. Uh-uh. No, thank you. Ouch. Correct. Um, but as a kid, loved it and um, was always bored by It's a Small World, always, <laughs> uh, which is funny because I love colors and I love brightness and that should have really been my ride, but it was not. Um, but Space Mountain, always. Um, but I, I will always... say like... The older I get, the more I like Small World and the less mm-hmm. I like Matterhorn. You know, I will totally agree with that. It's a switch. 
and there, it's like the nostalgia factor. It's like, oh, I didn't realize how good I had it when I was eight years old. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, and I always preferred Disney World over Disneyland. Uh, you know, it was so, f- I think because when I was a kid, it was so far away from where we lived and we went there like maybe twice. That's it. And so I was like, oh, like, look at this trip. We're taking all the way to Florida and my grandparents live in Florida. How cool is Florida with all these theme parks? Um, and so I, I just sort of like fantasized and fetishized Orlando uh, for boating to Elder Price. But um, yeah, so like Space Mountain at Disney World to me was like the end all be all like I could do that like just ride that for the rest of my life and be happy. How old were you? Do you think when you went to Walt Disney world for the first time? It was 10 or 11. I can like see the pictures in my head. We went with some really good family friends of ours, the Hearsts, um, uh, who had two kids. One Dan is like one of my best friends still to this day. And, and, you know, we grew up together and, and, um, I just like can see us like being <laughs> terrors as little 10 year old boys, like teasing his older sister and my older brother being like, Steph and Aaron sitting in a tree, K-I-S-S-I-N-G, just like terrorizing around Walt Disney World. <laughs> Do you have any memories of like seeing that castle for the first time in comparison to Disneyland? You know, no. <laughs> I mean, that was um, also a loaded question because if you were that was such a loaded if you question. were going to diss Disneyland, it would have ended the movie. <laughs> I honestly don't think when I was even that age, I had the knowledge or wherewithal to compare or think that they were even different. Um, you know, it's like I'd have to see them side by side to be like, oh, which one do I prefer? But back then, I don't even think I knew that there was a difference between them. I assumed wrongly they were exactly the same. Do you today? Do you still prefer Disney World to Disneyland? I do, but I think I've had some really special events and memories around Disney World specifically. Um, you know, like I can like I can mark it through three specific periods of my life, really. You know, there was that trip I just mentioned, like when I was 10 and going, and that was like the first visit. And then um in college, uh my three best friends and I, our senior year, took a senior trip and we decided to go to Disney World and we had the best time. Um, and one of my friends, Jim, his family was a vacation club member. So we got to stay at one of like the condos and we had like the best room, the best experience. So like those memories there, also special. And then working for the cruise line, we were at the parks all the time because we got free passes. Um, and those passes extended for a year after you worked uh, on the ship. So that I feel like is like mem- memory, like number three of like, all there at Disney World. So those three specific times of my life have really just solidified Disney World as the place for me. No diss against Disneyland. It's just happened that my life is synced up that way around around Orlando. Um, I did spend my 31st, second birthday in Disneyland and California Adventure. Um, and that was a pretty traumatic experience, I have to say. Did you say traumatic? I said traumatic. It was really wonderful. It was a surprise for my fiance. He set up the whole day. He got us tickets and we were like, we were running around. It was fun. We were having a really great day. The rain was kind of coming in and out, but it was mostly holding off. And then at the end of the day, we're like, you know what? The park's going to close soon. The rain's about to hit. Let's do the Incredicoaster one last time. We get on the Incredicoaster. We have our rain jackets on, but it's like, it's like barely sprinkling. It's like, this is fine. We're going to be fine. We're sitting there. We're kind of hold up, held up for a bit. We're like, what's going on? Then they like put us out on that the part of the platform where you wait before they shoot you off. And I kid you not, in those like 30 seconds we're waiting, a torrential downpour occurs. Torrential. We start laughing hysterically. Like, what? And then all of a sudden they're like, three, two, one, go. And you're shot off at what is it? Like 60, 70, 80 miles per hour? in a torrential downpour. Do you know what that feels like? <laughs> it hurts. <laughs> it hurts so bad. And I'm we're sitting there laughing, but like also like miserable, but like just laughing hysterically because what else is there to do? And I'm like, why did they shoot us off into this like crazy adventure when it was downpouring? Whatever. They did. Too late. We're on it. So we're riding the ride. It goes, it goes, it goes. We're getting pelted with rain. It stings like a mofo. And then we get to like the second to the last platform that you stop at before you get back into the covered loading dock. And we are held there for an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, no. In 
a downpour. It was fine for like five or 10 minutes. Like everyone's like, you know, you can like hear people like laughing and talking. We're like, oh my God, this is crazy. What a story we're going to have. And then like after 10 minutes, that doesn't become fun anymore. And one of my weird quirks when I ride a roller coaster is that I push the um, chest bar down one click too tight because I'm nervous that it's always going to fall off. And I just would rather feel intense pressure for like 90 seconds than feel like I'm going to slip out for 90 seconds. Um, but then that intense pressure became uh, more than 90 seconds <laughs> and it became an hour and 15 minutes. And then you start to like get in your head and like have like this like panic attack. And I started to think I couldn't breathe. And I'm like sitting there like, <sighs> like wanting to hyperventilate. It was, it was miserable. Is this story boring you? <laughs> no, I okay, I'm good. be here out of support. And oh, thank care, you. It's, and this it's, is... it's clearly still very real. Um, the only, the, the biggest disappointing thing was like, so finally we get, we get off, which was frustrating because they could have easily just rolled us forward under the awning. We were literally 15 feet from being covered. Um, but whatever, they have their protocols they have to follow. We get off. At this point, the park has been closed for well over an hour. Um, I'm expecting, you know, Disney hospitality and someone to greet us at the exit and to like make sure we're all okay. Um, instead of that, we're escorted backstage through the crew area of the exit into the park where two security guards are there and immediately start yelling at us to get out of the park because it's closed. And everyone is like, um, Disney, hello. So of course, you know, as good uh, <laughs> consumerist Americans, we all stormed to customer service and there the Disney hospitality came through in abundance. Suddenly we were greeted with towels to dry us all off. We all had free park tickets to come back whenever we wanted. Uh, all of all of that um, happened. So, so that was good, but, um, but it was not, it, it just tainted the Disneyland experience for me a little bit. Sob story, want, want. No, well, on behalf of Disneyland, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's Thank terrible, you. though. It, it was terrible, but it was also like funny. You know, looking back, it was funny. Even during it, it was partially funny. You know, the worst part was then like uh, my fiance, Corey, had plans at this like speakeasy in, in downtown Anaheim and, and, because we were only there for one day, we were staying at like a Holiday Inn, but we didn't bring a change of clothes. So um, so we like get back to the hotel. We had like sweatpants. We had like PJs. So we get back to the hotel. We have like 45 minutes before our reservation at this point for dinner and drinks. And so we just like strip off our clothes. We try to put them in the hotel like dryer. Uh, those dryers did not work. They Those clothes were soaking wet. And we just had to go to the speakeasy in soaking wet clothes on my birthday. And we were both kind of miserable, but. It was still fun. <laughs> have you been back since I that? have not. I have not had the chance to go back. It's not that I refuse to go back. I've just not been presented with the opportunity. Well, listen, we will go back soon. We'll pick a very sunny day. We'll go to Incredicoaster. It's going to be great. Amazing. I can't wait. Nick, talk me through a perfect day at the parks for you. Mm. Perfect day starts with um, early morning extra magic hours when you can get in before everybody else. Uh, for me, that's going to be at Animal Kingdom. I'm going to ride Expedition Everest probably 40 times in a row. And then I'm going to leave <laughs> because that's all I need to do at Animal Kingdom. Maybe the dinosaur ride once or twice. But Expedition Everest, my favorite ride there. Um, and then, and then we're going to go, uh, Hmm. Then we're going to go to Hollywood studios. I, I'm going to try to hit like three to four parks in one day. I know that's crazy, but in my perfect world, if it can make it perfect, there's no lines for anything. So I just want right. to all of it. Great. Right. Awesome. So then we're going to go to Hollywood studios and hit that all up. Um, we're probably going to skip on this perfect day magic kingdom. And I know that's, that's also crazy because I mentioned my love for space mountain, but we're going to skip it. And we're going to finish the day at Epcot because no day at Disney world is complete without drinking around the world. One of my favorite activities. Um, so we're going to do Epcot and we're going to hit up, you know, I, I want that, like that three color margarita. Uh, I want some like frozen pear gray goose stuff from France. I want it all. I want it all. And who are you with on this perfect day? Oh, well, I got to be with my fiance. We both love drinking around the world. <laughs> <laughs> Um, honestly, if that was, if that was it, if it was just he and I, I think that would be perfect. 
Rude. I'm right here. <laughs> and also, um, I would really love my good friend David Alpert to be there. Just <laughs> the three of us. Just not just you be a lovely third wheel. Yes, I would love that. And so are you like specifically buying any merchandise while you're there? Any specific souvenirs that are like a perfect day? Ooh. I'm not too much of a merchandise buyer except for when it comes to pins. And I had to stop myself. Um, for a while. That was something I didn't really know existed until I started working for the cruise line. Um, Because on the cruise line, you have obviously your key card and everyone always had them on those lanyards hanging around their neck. And they would come with all these pins. And I'd be like, those are incredible. Like, where did you get those? And then I found out there's this whole world of like pin collectors and traders. Now, I've never gotten too far into that because if I buy a pin, I don't want to give it up. Like if I'm buying it, I'm like, that's mine. Right. (laughs) I feel a real sense of ownership about it. Um, So... It's that's what I would buy. And it and it's for multiple reasons. One, because Corey, my fiance, will never let me have too much stuff around the house and pins are small, so I can kind of keep those <laughs> to myself and he doesn't have to know. Also, I just think they're so cool. Um, and I've got a little collection in my uh well, you'll be able to see this, but no one listening will, in my um little Disney Cruise Line pin pin zippered pouch here. Yes, um, he's showing it to me. It's beautiful. It's really There's a gorgeous. picture of the of Mickey on the bag. It's mm-hmm. good. I mean, you it's can send good. some photos and we can put on the Instagram. Yeah. So that's that's sort of like that's this this is my Disney memorabilia. This is what I'm allowed to keep aside from some some Woody stuff because I played Woody, but that's, you know, another conversation. Well, let's have that conversation now. Okay. I know you spent time performing on the Disney Cruise Line and you were friends with Woody. Going into that, were you a big fan of Toy Story? I was. Um always loved Toy Story. Uh one of it it was and is one of my favorite animated films. Um, so when I was auditioning for it, I was like, Oh, I was like, I know this, I know this character. Like I got this. Um, little did I know it was a lot harder than I ever thought <laughs> it would be. But, um, but, um, I, yes, I, I'm big, big toy story fan. And my mom maybe thinks I'm a little bit bigger than I am because for a good four years from when I booked that job and onward, every Christmas birthday gift was Woody. Um, it was excessive. I had to, I had to, to lovingly part with a lot of it when I Marie Kondoed my apartment a few years ago. <laughs> See, when I Marie Kondoed my apartment, I was like, wow, I have so much dopey stuff. And I was thrilled. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Do you relate to Woody at all? I think I do. Um, I think there's a lot of me for as easygoing as I tend to be. I think there's a lot of me that likes to be in control control of every situation and has a little bit of that type A personality that that Woody does. Um, and and I think there's there's just a goofiness to him. There's a sincerity to him that I think I have. Um, he's just, uh, I don't know. I'm literally looking at a doll of him right now. Like, hey, Woody. Yeah. Um, and there he is. And he's got this lovely pull string. We can see what he's. Reach for the sky. Reach for the sky. I love it. Um, so yeah, I feel like there's a lot in me that that is in him. So like it was easy to sort of tap into. Yeah. You're like, and also I have a tattoo of Andy on my foot. <laughs> exactly. Which is true. I will say Nick right now is wearing a t-shirt that says property of Andy. I am. Um, the hardest part about Woody was the physicality. That was the most... They were really tough on me about nailing the the physical vocabulary of not having any bones, of being just filled with cotton and fluff. And that was the hardest thing to do while wearing this crazy, fluffy, padded costume. You were also friends with Prince Philip, I believe, on the cruise. Did you ever tell Aurora that you didn't like her movie? <laughs> I didn't. Um I was friends with uh, I was friends with Prince Philip, and the the girl who was friends with Aurora was also friends with Bo Peep. So we had a lovely little track. Actually, this is an interesting um, distinction. So because I played Woody in Toy Story the Musical, I actually was not friends with Woody. Um, friends with Woody was reserved for cast members who were. Um, the actual Woody that you would see walking around the cruise ship. But I was an actor portraying Woody in Toy Story the Musical. So I was allowed to say I played Woody. Um, However, I was friends with Prince Philip. I, I, the end. (laughs) (laughs) 
it's an interesting distinction they made, but you know, Disney is very thorough about that, which I really appreciate. So that was like day one of like meetings. They were like, this is the distinction for you to know. Um, when kids ask you, were you Woody? You can say, yes, I did play Woody in Toy Story, the musical that you saw on stage in the Walt Disney theater last night. That's good. Yeah. Nick, if you were to get a job at the parks, what job would you want? Oh, oh. Um, okay. <laughs> Can I work in um the sodas around the world location? <laughs> because that is one of my favorite places. Um, that watermelon soda is so good. It is so good. Um I would work there, but I think I would last about three days before um, I realized I've drunk so much sugar and my mouth has <laughs> turned into a giant ulcer. <laughs> That's right. Um, same question, but for Elder Price. Oh, Elder Price. I feel like Elder Price would be, I don't even know if this job exists, but it has to because it's Disney. He would be like the private tour guide who takes like really rich people around the park and like shows them everything because he wants to perform. He wants to be out in front. He wants to share all of this knowledge he has, but also get to like ride all the rides with these people and skip all the lines. That would be Elder Price. I agree. That was what I was thinking as well. Mm. What do you think some of his favorite things to do at the parks would be? Oh... Um, I feel like <laughs> one of his favorite just sort of things would be showing everyone else who's not on his tour group that he's the best tour guide in the park. Like, I feel like he would talk extra loud and tell his stories extra uh, theatrically to draw attention from other people. So everyone would know, like, he's the tour guide you want at this park. Like, he would totally enjoy that. That's good. That's good. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It's time for Fast Pass Answers. <laughs> Nick, it's time for Fast Pass Answers. I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock after I ask the first question for you to answer as many of these as possible. Are you ready? I'm nervous, but I'm ready. Great. Nick Rulo, name any Disney princess. Aurora. Favorite snack in the parks. Uh, Mickey Bar. Name any character from Hello, Dolly. Cornelius Hackle. Name a Disney Cruise Line ship. The Dream. Favorite Disney movie. A goofy movie. Name a song from Little Mermaid. Part of your world. True or false, there's a snake in your boots. <gasps> there is true. Name any song from Book of Mormon. Hello. Favorite Disney villain. Oh, Jafar. Name one of the seven dwarfs. Dopey. I'm... Yes, I'm definitely going to accept it because you went for Dopey. Yes. Well done. <gasps> oh, there is a snake in my boot. There is. <clears throat> I should see a doctor about that. Yes, you definitely should. There's also a pull string in your back. What? Yeah, believe it or not. Pull it. What does it say? Oh, he... This town ain't big enough for the two of us. <laughs> you heard it here first, ladies and gentlemen. Put on your thinking ears. It's trivia time. Oh, boy. 
It is trivia time. This one's pretty quick, Nick, but Disneyland oh. in California is my favorite place in the entire universe. And in the park, there are not one, but two state flags. Can you name which states are represented in a flag in the Disneyland park? Well, it's got to be California. That's right. Okay. And then I'm going to guess it's Florida. It's not Florida. Because in Disneyland, we don't refer to the Orlando Park. It just doesn't exist. Oh, gosh. Um, okay, it's not Florida. Where, can I ask you a question? Yes. Where was Walt Disney born? Well, this is the path I went down. He was technically born in Illinois. But, but it's it, not Illinois. It's not Illinois. That's what I thought as well. Mm. Where is Mickey Mouse from? My heart. <laughs> which is not a state Wait, it's not it no. is it's a state of being it is a state of being i'm gonna give you a hint okay it's tied to an area mm. within the park like 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 swiss family robinson ish things sure but rather than a specific attraction i want you to think about mm. an area for example mm-hmm. tomorrowland I was just going to say Tomorrowland. I am failing. I am I am I am the worst. It's okay. I'm going to give you the 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 clue. It's part of New Orleans Square. Um Louisiana? That's right. Louisiana. Really? Yeah, I had no idea. I just learned Interesting. that. Interesting. And where does it where do they fly this flag? Well, in the air, of course. <laughs> silly um but it's not like at the entrance it's like in new orleans square it's it's it's, i think you have to look around for it but next time i'm there i will definitely be looking for it got it oh trivia look at that i'm gonna look for it too nick in the musical book of mormon the young mormons are coupled up to go on their mission in a song titled two by two and potentially meet their new best friend This song Mm. also mentions Disney, so of course we're going to play this. In this game, 2 by 2 Disney Edition, I'm going to give you a clue about a famous Disney pair, and I need you to tell me which pair I'm referring to. Mm. Are you ready to march to victory? I'm going to win this. You're going to win this. What's funny is this was written before our interview, and some of these pairs you've mentioned. (gasps) Twist. Okay, so number one for 2 by 2 Disney Edition you can tell these two apart because one's nose looks like a chocolate chip. I know it. It's Chippendale. It is Chippendale. Rescue Rangers. It's good. I know it's my it's my favorite thing to tell those two apart. Chocolate chip. Nose. I know that you can do it, but I still can't. Do you know what I mean? Like I still don't. I don't. They're a they're a duo. They're a duo through and through. I don't I don't care for them one on one. I only care for them together. Yeah, I hear you. Okay, number two, half of this pair has an attraction at the Disney parks. In Disneyland, it's Astro Blasters, and in Walt Disney World, it's Space Ranger Spin. Yeah, Buzz Lightyear, Buzz and Woody. That's right, Buzz and Woody. But you could also make a case for like Buzz and Jesse being the pair. You definitely could. But Buzz and Woody. That's right. Okay, number three, this interspecies pair are really great friends and often discuss the need to forget about one's worries and one's strifes. Timon and Pumbaa. Wait. That is not correct. Oh my God, wait, what am I thinking? Forget your... It means no worries for the rest of your day. No, they need to forget about one's worries and one's strifes. Oh, forget about your worries and your strifes. So um, that would be Baloo and Mowgli. That is correct. Yes. I know. Tricky. <laughs> I got there. That tricky, was tricky. tricky. You really tricked me. I know. Not intentionally. Not intentionally. No, it was good. It's good. You're keeping me on my toes. Yeah, right. Okay, number four. When they're not busy scaring kids, this pair works together to help save Boo. Yes. Um, um, Monsters, Inc. We've got Mike Wazowski and, oh my gosh, I'm blinking on his name. Um, 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 big and, and blue teal, that guy. Oh, wait, no, it's gone. You are correct. I get half a point. Yes, you get, it is Sully, Sully. 
It is Mike and Sully. Yes! See, it came. It was there. It was, it was just, there. It was waiting. The suspense. The suspense. Okay, number five. I think you're going to do very well on this one. In addition to having an amazing motto, this pair of friends dress and drag into the hula as a distraction <laughs> in their movie. Timon and Pumbaa. That was too easy. We were there, but thank I you. I know, thank I know. That. that was like a freebie. I know. Makes me feel I- better. For anyone playing along that didn't get that, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? Okay. Again, this was written before we chatted, but this pair has been seen in Animal Kingdom in an incredibly popular musical written by the Lopez's and in Disneyland on the updated version of the Submarine Voyage. And don't you forget it. Um, 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 it's Dory and Nemo's dad, Marlon. Right? That is correct. That is very correct. Just go with the flow, dude. Okay. <laughs> that music is so good. It's so good. Number seven for two by two Disney edition. This is one of my favorite pair of devilish characters in the Disney catalog. They famously shared that a few years ago, every boy was named Jason and every girl was named Brittany. <laughs> Wait. Devilish duo. Every girl, every boy. Um, so that means there's multiples of them? No, they famously shared that a few years ago, every boy was named Jason and every girl was named Brittany. Here's a clue. You literally mentioned this movie earlier on. I'm thinking, is it Hercules? It is Hercules. So is it Pain and Panic? It is Pain and Panic. (laughs) Remember Hades hears Hercules' name and they're like, Hercules, and they're like, oh no, he's still alive. And he's like, they're like trying to say that maybe there's another Hercules. It's a oh. common name. Uh, that was one of the like top performing uh, shows on the Disney Cruise Line until Toy Story came along and replaced it and then was a few years later booted off. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. Fun fact. Not for the cast of Toy Story. <laughs> I was gone. It's fine. No hard feelings. <laughs> okay, number eight. On Broadway, this duo was brought to life by the incomparable team of Gary Beach and Heath Lamberts. Oh. 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 It is, um, 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 it's coming, it's coming. Is it Cogsworth and Lumiere? Yes, it is. It is? Oh. Yes. You know, I had no idea that they that that's who played them in the original production. Yeah. Yes, it wow. was. Wow. Good casting. Yes. Great show. Okay, two more for two by two Disney edition. Mm-hmm. Half of this famous Disney duo is the star of the Enchanted Tiki Room in Tokyo Disney, where the birds sing Hawaiian Roller Coaster Ride. And it's also <sighs> the only duo in this game whose names are the title of their movie. Oh, this is this is too good. Too easy. Lilo and Stitch. That's right. But because you said it was too easy, you lose lose points. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you hadn't given me the Hawaiian clue, it would have been a little harder. But again, I didn't know exactly your knowledge. You got it though. Thank you. Okay. We've got one more. You've done very well. Most of them you got right. Okay. Here's number 10. Though perhaps they'll have an attraction dedicated to them one day. This duo from a live action Disney film in 1964 made an appearance in the great movie ride and can often be seen in the parks. 1964 live action. Is it weird that my mind immediately went to, but this is not the right year. Pete's dragon. It's not weird because that song I'll be your candle on the water. Yeah. Is so good. I mean, P and Elliot are also an amazing pair. Yeah, I tried to put that song in my audition book for a while and it just never really stuck. (laughs) No one really wants to hear that. Um, So that's the wrong answer. Um, 1964 live action. I'm going to need, this is hard. I'm going to need a clue. Well, here's the clue. The star of this film also starred in one of your favorite non-Disney movies. Oh, okay. So we're, we're getting Julie Andrews. We're getting Julie Andrews. So it's Mary Poppins. Of course it is. It's Mary and Bert, which are my parents' names. And I used to think it was so cool growing up that my parents were Mary and Bert. I thought you were going to say their names were Mary and Poppins. 
<laughs> no, but I was always like, oh, and my dad would sometimes like sing to my mom, like, it's a jolly holiday. That's so sweet. <laughs> it's cute. In my congregation in Muskegon, there's a family who, and the three kids are John, Michael, and Wendy. Oh, that's Unplanned. really sweet. Unplanned? Unplanned? Unplanned, I think. Anyway, congratulations, Nick. You did very well. Thank you. On 2x2 two two Disney Edition. Yes. Now let's hear from some of you. Uh-huh. Nick, we put on our Instagram questions for you. Here we go. Joanna the Wizard would like to know, who is your favorite Disney prince or princess? Mm. That's really hard. Um, I I think my favorite prince is Prince Philip, and that is just solely because I got to dress up as him, and I loved that costume. And my favorite princess is going to be a tie between Ariel and Mulan. Nice. Yeah. Very nice. Do you know the name of Prince Philip's horse? <laughs> Buckingham. No, I do not. <laughs> Samson. Samson. Yeah. The cool. sound of Samson's hooves in the forest are so unique and distinct to me. Anyway. Interesting. So similarly, SeaWorld Putt-Putt Golfing wow. is curious. Do you have a favorite Disney princess to interact with at the parks? Ooh. Um, it's not a princess, but when I was uh, working on the cruise ship, I developed an odd fascination with Marie from the Aristocats. <laughs> and it became this weird thing where people in my cast would give me presents of Marie and she would like appear everywhere. They'd give me like little trinkets and I'd like freak out and they'd love it. And we didn't have Marie on the cruise ship. So when we all went to the park together at the end of our contract, we saw Marie um, in France, in Paris, you know, at, at, at Epcot. And I had a full like meltdown or excited overload. Um, and, uh, and so she was sort of my, my favorite to, to talk to. <laughs> She got a, she got a lot of information from me in that meeting, a full I monologue. Bet. And because you met Marie in France, did she have baguettes for you? <laughs> she didn't. Marie, the baguettes. Hurry I up! You loud on this mic- microphone. So, it's okay. It's worth it. I'm so proud that you yes and at that moment. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine someone else being like, "What? What? What are you talking about?" But that yes, you're really at the Broadway. We really <laughs> understand a niche reference. Okay. <laughs> Okay, Katie asks, what is your favorite spot to eat at Disney? Ooh, um, Mexico. But that's because Mexican is my favorite food ever. Yeah. I will tell you, there's this is not the question, but there is one thing you will never, ever see me eat at Disney or any theme park or anywhere in the world. And that is those giant six-pound turkey legs that people <laughs> walk around the parks with, noshing on and eating and I don't know what it is. Those creep me out so much. They they turn my stomach sour. I just I have to like shield my eyes anytime I see somebody eating a giant turkey leg in the park. Where do they get those? People love them. People, People love, them. love them. Don't eat them in front of me. Thank you. Public service announcement. Fair. Okay. Our next question comes from an account titled It's Jelani Remy. Who Never asks, heard of him? Who's that? Well, their question is, who is your favorite Simba? um it's funny this is just such a coincidence but um my dear friend jelani remy uh, has played simba before um and he is fantastic i I wonder if there's a relation between the two uh the two jelani remy's we should check out episode 14 of e-ticket to broadway to learn more about that oddly enough my favorite episode of e-ticket to broadway weird wow this episode is full of coincidences wow that's so nuts uh, Philip wants to know what got you into Disney. I, I'm going to say I'm assuming that question means like what got you into the love of it, not like what got you into the parks, because you'd be like, oh, a free <laughs> a friend, <laughs> free ticket. <Right. laughs> so, what got you into like the love of Disney? I mean, I think just as like a, a little kid, it was the music. I think the music was sort of my gateway into it. like the music and the films um, that then opened my world to like the theme parks and and the whole universe of Disney. But it was definitely like music was was the gateway for me. Thomas asks, what is your Disney dream role, either on Broadway or in a park? Ooh, I mean. Marie. 
Marie. <laughs> yep, just no lines. She doesn't speak. Um, no, in maybe the she'll version, In the musical version, I think she'll have that's a true. huge that's arc. True. That's true. It'll be all about Marie. Um, you know, it, it would have been Woody, but then, you know, like, check. that Check that off my list. So if I have to move to, like, you know, round B... Um, I mean, I've, I've also always wanted to, well, here's the thing. I wanted to be that little kid who was like in a Disney on Broadway show when he was like 12. So if I could go back in time, that's what I want to do is I want to be like a 12 year old kid on Broadway performing in a Disney musical. Can you make that happen? Does that work? Yes. Thank you. Think dreams come true on this podcast. That's true. That's right. (laughs) And last question. The account titled Broadway Recycling Ben, which shout out to recycling, wonders, do you love Disney more or less than Elder Price? Oh, I think I think if I'm going to be completely honest here, I've got to give it to Elder Price. I He loves it more than I do. Um, and I'm OK with that. I love it a lot. It isn't what sort of feeds my soul like 24 seven. And I think for Elder Price, it really does. So I'm going to I'm going to give him this. This is for him. You're welcome, Kevin. There it is. It's time for some tough choices. Let's play Tweedledee or Tweedledum. Nick, it's time for Tweedledee or Tweedledum. I'm going to give you two options and let me know which one you prefer. So Tweedledee or Tweedledum, Big Thunder Mountain or the Matterhorn? Big Thunder Mountain. Duh. Okay. Follow up. Tweedledee or Tweedledum, Space Mountain or Expedition Everest? (sighs) Don't you do this to me. Which Space Mountain? Disney World. I'm sorry. I have to say Expedition Everest. I'm totally a walking contradiction. I know. But just for the thrill factor alone, it goes backwards. Okay. And a Yeti tries to attack you. It is so thrilling. Though the new Yeti in Disneyland is terrifying. Like, is actually he? terrifying. Really? Yeah. All right. I got to go see. Tweedledee or Tweedledum, Mickey pretzels or a Mickey ice cream bar? Mm, this is really tough. I want both. I love salty and sweet. Uh, the I'm going to go with the Mickey bar because that chocolate, there is something in that chocolate that is in no other chocolate that exists in the entire world. It's magic. It is. That's what it is. Okay. Tweedledee or Tweedledum, two by two or all American profit? <laughs> uh Surprise, I might be the only person who chooses this. All American Profit is one of my favorite numbers to perform. I don't know that I would enjoy watching it over and over again, but I like doing it as athletic and like sweaty as as it is. And like, I'm like dripping sweat after it. Um, I really enjoy, there's a lot of hip swang that really just tickles my fancy. (laughs) Oh, just ask some of my cast members. They know how much I love that number. Good. Tweedledee or Tweedledum, It's a Small World or The Jungle Cruise? Ugh, neither. Oh, I know, no. I know, I know. Controversial. Um, yes. It's a small world. It's a small world. What do you have against The Jungle Cruise? I just, ugh, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I can't, I couldn't even tell you the last time I did it. The last time I feel like I did The Jungle Cruise, I was like, I was probably a bratty kid and I was still like, this is the best animatronics they could come up with. Oh, it's classic. <laughs> it's I know, so I'm good. sorry. So I'll get some... Some hate mail for this, I'm sure. No, I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think you. <laughs> that's not not how this works. No, it, it's full of love. Oh, thank you. Finally, Tweedledee or Tweedledum, Woody's Roundup or When Somebody Loved Me. Oh, when somebody loved me. I mean, just how, the way that Toy Story numbers one through four can just get you to sob. I just watched three, like maybe like three or four weeks ago. And I actually put this on my Instagram story. I literally was like a, a, a mess. It was uncontrollable. And I was like, what do I need to go to therapy for to unpack that is causing this reaction? But um, gosh. And When Somebody Loved Me is one of those songs that's just like, oh, breaks your heart. Me. Yeah. Woody's Roundup. Doesn't have the same feel. <laughs> If you could describe the feelings you get when you see the castle down Main Street, what would you say those feelings are? Ooh, um, 
I feel like you get like a, like a tingling throughout your body of just like excitement, and I feel like you get you get transported back to like the innocence of youth and being a child and the just pure excitement and joy and magic of of it all. The end. That's right. <laughs> Nick, what's the first thing you're going to do the next time you go to a Disney park? Ooh. Um, this is really tough. One thing you can count on me doing, and this is such an inside joke and it's going to be so dumb to everybody listening, but it brings me so much joy, is I'm going to go to Expedition Everest and the ride is going to start and I'm going to motion my hands out over the car and I'm going to say, what a lovely day for a ride in the English countryside. <laughs> That is something that I do every time I ride the ride because I love to play with the element of like surprise and that of like, I have no idea what I'm going in for. So I always start by going, oh, what a lovely day. As if we're like not, you know, <laughs> where the Yeti is coming and we're somehow in the English countryside for a brief moment. And I'm going to do that. And I'm going to then be really shocked and appalled when the Yeti drops down and attacks <laughs> us. And then we go backwards. And I'm not going to see it coming. Thank you. That was an inside joke of, but between my friends and I when our it was our senior trip that I mentioned earlier in college. And we we just kept doing that over and over again. And we thought we were comedians to no end. We thought we were so funny. It's good. I mean, those traditions that we bring to the parks is is right? what makes part of the magic. Like like the one that everyone everyone always does is, but like you're on like it's a small world and you turn to the person next to you and you go, I can't believe this ride goes upside down. <laughs> do you do that? Because I yeah. do that with like every, you know, you have to do it with every ride and you're like, yeah. haha, like it never gets old. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. Right. So good. I love that stuff. <laughs> Nick, thank you so much for joining me on E-Ticket to Broadway and sharing your love of a goofy movie, The Little Mermaid, Space Mountain, the music of Disney. This has been such a delight to finally chat with you about all things Disney. Thank you. This has been a pleasure. Loved it. So we will see you at the parks. Yes, sir. Oh boy, thanks for listening. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.